Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, I'm going to walk you through my personal morning routine for a high performance day. So if you are feeling that you're running on low energies, don't get the stuff done that you want to or need to get done. And if you're feeling a lack of motivation over the course of the day, then this one is for you because it's going to lay out my personal clear and proven path to high energy levels and to peak perform. So take everything that you hear today as an inspiration. It's my personal master plan. This is not yours. It's mine. And there will be things or might be things that relate to you. Pick up on these and test them, build them into your own morning rituals. And there might also be things that do not relate to you. Just leave those aside. So now let me walk you through my morning ritual. And I'm going to walk you through the full-blown one, which I do two to three times a week. And on all other days, I do a light version. So that's for me. Uh, Maybe you have to do the same morning ritual every single day. You have to really see what fits you best. So for me, that is getting up at 5 a.m. And I use a fitness tracker to wake up. Typically, uh, the fitness tracker will get me out of a light sleep mode. Uh, There are also light-based alarm clocks out there that can do similar things for you. And it's just a better experience for me than to have a regular alarm clock that might also get you out of a deep sleep mode. And uh, when you get ripped out of deep sleep, it just feels, um, yeah, it's just not a good way to start the day for me. So that's why I use these. Then I get up right away. No Mr. Snooze. We all like to fall asleep again, but it is a torture and it will suck your energy uh, out of your body if you do that too often. So no Mr. Snooze, getting up right away. Then I get a glass of water and I put a little bit of Himalayan salt, salt in there just to remineralize my body. Uh, after that, I go out and have a walk for half an hour. So I get my body in motion. So when it comes to my walk, there are a couple of options that I have to choose. And I do so by listening to my mood, to my well-being, to what's going on in the outside, What are the circumstances? What am I just working on? So one, two or three of these things can be, first off, to listen to an audiobook about personal development, something from Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins, or there are countless people that really deliver very good content on this topic. That's one thing that is kind of in touch with me and that fits into my morning. A second thing is simply to walk and think about what I want to get done, who I want to connect with. Is there anything that has to get sorted? Uh, Is there anything that just doesn't feel uh, aligned with me at the moment? Uh, And trying to get this aligned. Also, if there are tense feelings with uh, other people, I tend to notice this in the morning. And sometimes I just meditate over it. Sometimes I would just get try to get into a good state and call that person later on to settle things. So uh, these are things, options that I choose to do actively when I have my walk in the morning. For you, that could be something else. So there are a lot of things that I love to do in the morning, but it's it's always going to be something that connects with 
my inner self, kind of, if that makes sense. So after that, when I come back home, back home I uh, sit down and write a journal for a couple of minutes. Then I read my life's blueprint. So I've got mapped out what the purpose of my being is for me, what goals I want to achieve for my health, my wealth, my relationships, uh, and so on. And also where I want to be in a year, three years, and 10 years from now. And that's what I read. And I take my time doing so. It's a couple of pages. And I take 10 to 15 minutes to really tap into the feeling. It's not only reading this, but really tapping into the feeling of, um, of, of this. Yeah. So um, next step would be and is to plan my day. I've got a daily planner. So it starts off with a little gratitude exercise where I just write down things and tap into the feeling of being grateful. It's a super powerful tool. So if you're not working with gratitude yet, uh, try to schedule that into your morning, your evening or anywhere in between. Just very powerful. And after that, I write down with whom I want to connect today, what I want to do for my personal health, well-being, and also what I want to do that's going to be fun for me. And when I've got that done, then I turn to the side of what do I want to achieve today? What things do I want to get done? So and it starts off with writing down the most important task and getting that done. There are many people out there that will tell you when it comes to your productivity and so on, that you should get started with the most important thing of the day right away and finish that off first. Uh, I personally don't do that. Uh, I think it's more important for me to just commit to do it and I mostly have a brief idea when it will fit best into the day so that's what I do when I plan that it's not the first thing that I do it's actually very seldom that I start off with the most important thing I typically would rather do other things smaller things to get you know started but uh, I commit to doing this and I would say 95% of the times of the days that I do this planning, I do the most important thing because I know in the evening, that's the evening ritual, I'll check if I did it. So um, after I plan my day, it's time for breakfast. So now I would drink a cup of tea. I don't drink coffee to my breakfast anymore. So I drink a cup of tea, fruit tea, and I'll eat a muesli. After that, it's time to have a shower and uh, I'm, since half a year, I'm up to a cold shower challenge. So I'm doing a warm shower and after that, I switch the tap to the cold and shower cold for three to five minutes. And that alone can give you more energy than any cup of coffee will. Uh, I will not lie to you, the experience is still not really pleasurable when, when it gets cold. It's just cold cold pain but uh, afterwards it just feels so much better You're, I'm awake and you will be too if you want to opt in to the challenge it's open to anybody uh, I'm awake and um, the, it's just a good way to start into the day and after that I would typically begin to um, see what suits me well to get started into the day this could be reading or um, doing a meditation or starting to work depending on, you know, what, what is uh, on my schedule that day. And that's basically it. So that's my morning ritual. I hope I didn't forget anything. 
But um, even if, uh, I think it's enough stuff in there that you can take and think about and see what relates to you. As I said, pick the things or one or two things that relate to you and that you think, okay, this could actually really help me to improve my personal energy, my motivation, getting aligned with the day, getting stuff done and uh, doing it in a way that will serve you, that your days are aligned with what you experience. Because when we're talking about sleep, and this is what sleep trust is all about. It's not the point when you go to bed. We're talking about the entire day and starting the day in the right way is at least as important as getting to bed in the right way. So, um, yeah, in regards to all of these things that I do, basically they're all put together from successful people out there. I just had a look over the years what other successful people do. I copied so many things in my life from people like Tony Robbins, from Bob Proctor, from Tim Ferriss, Aubrey Marcus, Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, and so on. The list goes on and on and on. And I recommend that you look at people, successful people, that relate to you, that you believe live the life in the quality that you would love to have and just pick bits and pieces and copy them. As soon as you see somebody who's doing things that are serving them just and that relate to you, just copy them. Because there's a reason why some people are doing really, really good, feeling good, feeling great, are in great shape, great health, have fantastic relationships, and there's a reason why others don't. So, uh, and maybe that's the last little kind of side note. Every time I pick something that I adapt into my life, I really have a look at the person. Is this person only successful in one very narrow area of his or her life? Then I'm very careful. So I would really see that this habit doesn't have this morning ritual, or this part, whatever you copy, doesn't have a side effect on other uh, aspects of my life. And if you find somebody, and there are a lot, a lot of people out there who are just broadly successful, then you know you can just you just want to copy it one one to one and uh, see how it serves you. And if it uh, serves you well, you're you're gonna notice. And if it doesn't, just kick it out of your routine again. And just to give you a little bit of context around where we're moving here, when it comes to uh, my coachings, it's always nine clear steps that I take each and every client from, you know, low energy levels, feeling fatigue or drowsy at daytime, bringing them up to the high energy levels and their uh, capabilities to sleep again. And what we're doing here in the morning ritual is basically um, taking the middle part of the coaching, the body, the nutrition and the mind and bringing and pulling parts together to build a healthy morning ritual, which is step number seven out of the program. So we want to create a ritual out of things that really serve our body, our nutrition and our mind. And if you have a look at my ritual that I just walked you through, there are parts that are for uh, for the body, like getting up and having a walk. I also get waked up through uh, um, an, uh, an alarm clock that kind of rings me out of a light, light sleep mode. You could use a light based alarm clock or one of these fitness trackers. They do a, a decent job on that. So these are all things that particularly relate to my body. 
Uh, the same is true for the cold shower. It just has an effect on my body, a positive one. Uh, the nutrition, you could say a glass of water goes into the nutrition thing, putting it a little bit of minerals goes into the nutrition section. And the mind is like, you know, doing the gratitude exercise, uh, planning, planning a day. What do I expect from my day? It's your day. So you deserve to decide what you want to do. And if you can't do that fully, pick one thing that is the thing that you would say that is good for you. So basically what I want to tell you is that we're walking through the body, nutrition and mind and pulling together the things that we can do in the morning to kickstart our day. Uh, and in regards to the, the, um, the steps in the coaching, what we're really talking about here today is step number seven. But it's all kind of hooked together, as you can see, step number seven, where it's about building rituals. So... It's up to you. You can move on and just get up, rush to work, get stuff done or not, get home, feel good or not, go to bed, fall asleep or not. Or you can decide to think about this. Take pieces that relate to you that you know will improve your life and get started. And I'm happy to help you. You can download a free rituals builder that I use with my clients to get you started. So if you pick one or two things and you want to create a ritual around it, then use the Ritual Builder. Go to sleeptrust.eu where you can download the Rituals Builder to your device. And there's also a little free training where I walk you through on how to use the Rituals Builder to set you up for success here. Because it's so easy to do things wrong and to uh, fall over the cliff when it comes to building new rituals. It's just a thing that means change and change always means something that kind of brings us out of our yeah, comfort zone, even if it doesn't, you know, yeah, it's bring us out of the comfort zone. Let's just call it like that. And the Rituals Builder is really going to help you to challenge that comfort zone before you get started with the change. And by the way, a little side note, according to the latest neuroscience, it doesn't really matter if we practice a ritual in our minds or if we actually perform the action. Our brains hardly differentiate between things that we only do and perform in our minds in regards to things that we really do. So the Rituals Builder will not only help you to do the things in the right way, in the right order, but it will also prepare you in regards to the ritual and help you to implement that ritual before you even did it once in real life. So definitely check out the Rituals Builder at sleeptrust.eu. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Today, I walk you through my personal morning rituals when it comes to getting into a high-performance state. Remember to take the aspects that relate to you and fill them up with other things that might also serve you to get into a high-energy state at daytime. The things that you want to tackle when it comes to getting into that state always relate to the body, the nutrition, or the mind. And don't forget to download your free version of the Rituals Builder to get you started when it comes to setting up that ritual in a way that will help you to get into a daily morning routine with ease. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when I'm going to start to kick off a series of nine podcast series that will walk you through each and every step that I personally use to coach clients back 
to high energy levels and superb sleep. So don't miss out this opportunity if you feel lost and that you need a little bit of guidance. Then follow me in the next nine podcasts and I'm going to walk you through step by step by step. And next week, we're going to start off with the right use of the willpower when it comes to finding back to superb sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.